Had a letter from the Black Hood? No, it's worse. Riverdale General, my hospital bill. How much is it for? 86,000. What, dollars? Dear God, can you please get this torture over with? Betty, you're next, and mercifully last. Well, I think I know who picked my name based on these rapping skills. Cheryl, Marjorie, Blossom, what have you done? Isn't it obvious, Mother? I've saved Christmas. Look how happy Nana Rose is. You spoiled, wretched little brat. How do you expect to pay for all this? Oh, I was thinking, maybe you could go to Mr. Lodge for a job. Of course, he'd probably ask what skills you have, and you'd be forced to admit that the only skill you have is being a terrible mother. Betty, please. Mr. Swenson, is that you? It is, Betty. But his name's Joseph Conway. He's lost a lot of blood, though it's nothing compared to the blood on the hands of this town. This isn't going to work. Today, it's gifts. Tomorrow, it's drugs or weapons or God knows what. Uh, how long is this going to go on for? As long as Penny wants. And if her favors keep getting bigger, which you know that they will, what happens when she asks for more serpents in on this? Well, then I'll bring more serpents. Lit with Betty to do well, the what, you, what do you want me to say? I just want you to let me help fix this mess that I made. Get this through your thick skull, Jughead. We are trapped. We got no leverage. If that means I got to be Penny's dancing monkey for the time being, then that's how it goes. Well, fuck. Well, well, well. If it isn't you. It's you. It couldn't be. Arch rival. <laughs> I always think of sleeping hey, with you. Hey, Jenny. What's going like, on? It's the tea. Oh, God. Just being hot and skinny, eating too many pies. What? It's that time what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to sleep away camp and he's like, it's you. You could have be you. And they don't know who the killer is. Hey, it's you. You, the murderer, the person that I am looking at. You, who could have be. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I, Patrick, we have listener mail. Oh my god, the first making history. Oh okay. Let me let me okay. Keep talking. I'm gonna access it. What's going on? What's the drama? Oh my god. All the sleuths at the store. They're like people are at pot there's pie wars going on right now at the store. <laughs> oh a pardon me, a pie war? People are just like competing for pies, trying to get in a list. They're like, oh like I'll give you an extra 20 if you save me a pumpkin. Oh, do you guys do like pies there? We do, which is so annoying because people are like, pie's at a hardware store. Who would have thought it? I'm like, I don't know why it's the biggest deal on the goddamn planet. What a waste your breath asking me a stupid question. I'm like, look, we sell food at a store, okay? (laughs) It's an exchange for cash. Like, I don't know what you want from me. It's frozen pie, okay? All right. Well, let me just first of all say hi, River Vixens. Hey, Serpents. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy. Yeah. Are you so excited? Can't wait. You guys was... have like food planned or? Yeah, I'm going to go see the baby and have pie. Oh. I guess saying I got the last pumpkin pie. I was like, yeah, I'm cutting this for myself. Yeah. I mean, as you should. Patrick, we have listener mail. Making history, <laughs> baby. From Okay, let me, let me read it. And you guys, if you want to send us questions, please send us questions at... Rose squad does at gmail.com Rose squad does at gmail.com baby hey jay and travis my question is who do you think is a better match for archie 
Betty, Veronica, or neither. Thank you. Love you guys. Sincerely, your biggest fan. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Hmm. I think I, I'm, I'm on team Betty all the way. Interesting. How about you? It's hard to replace like 16 years of friendship. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think neither. I think you're probably right. I think these girls and I think they're too ambitious for him. I think they want big things. And there's nothing wrong with like, aren't you wanting to like just stay in Riverdale and fix up Riverdale, but. Yeah, you got Veronica who's like corporate, you know, Wall Street woman. And he's like, I want to break rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I think, And I she's think, always been like that. Yeah. I think just like in the comics reading it as a kid, Veronica was always so annoying. So it's like, daddy, daddy, you know, she's just like, not the evil, not the family of rich, evil people, but just like a rich, like spoiled brat. Yeah. Like, like Midas rich, like rich, rich. Yeah. I don't know. What about Cheryl? Cheryl could be good for him. Good question. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm not that mashed up for an episode. Do we ever get that? Uh, I think in the season one, remember when they're trying to like, the family's trying to pair him up and they're like, oh, you've got good stock at the Christmas dinner or whatever. Ew. Uh, they're, they're trying to breed them off because they both have red hair. Yeah, it was more like a selective breeding kind of deal. It was pretty, pretty yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Great first question, though. Love to it. Illuminati shit. <laughs> huh? I said, what a great first question. I know. You guys keep sending them in. And Mr. Black did so good. You have any... <laughs> that... Oh, you did it? You <laughs> did it like Mr. Black. It's You can tell. It's like different audio <laughs> that's so funny i was like it's literally gonna be like mr black you guys we had a different gmail because patrick didn't know i had already made uh row squad does at gmail.com so he had to voice dub it over new episode well you guys will get a double drop this week spoiled fans are demanding it do you have an hk this week i do all right so this week's humble king is Somebody you've never heard of, Sebi Hall. So Sebi Hall, I just found this nice story. He's when he was 17, he dedicated his life to helping others. He's from the UK and he just got recognized as the UK's kindest person. So we had a statue built to him. And you know, he's donated over 400 coats and blankets to homeless people, uh, 800 toys to children's homes. So I forget if I said he was 17 when he started and now he's 20. And he was born with a rare chromosomal anomaly but he just wanted to bring acts of kindness he started during covid where he would help his friends he didn't have laptops in school like he would do car washes and different events to raise money and now he has a statue near the tower bridge in london alongside captain cook winston churchill joe newby and i'm like wow that is amazing what a sweetheart and he's got like a superhero cape on his statue and just like oh how sweet that is very sweet his name's sevi Sebi, like S-E-B-B-I-E. Oh, He's very nice. Yeah, that is very cute. I love young people being good and not jerks. Kindness is my superpower. God bless you, Sebi. I was on TikTok and like, I've been really obsessed with like teachers and they just like talk about how, because so many teachers are just quitting their jobs right now. And they just talk about like how, terrible like kids are now like and I'm like oh god I I couldn't be a teacher if you paid me and I heard you're not even allowed to take their phones away like 
you can't even get detention anymore in some places. I saw this teacher, it's, this was terrible because this teacher took away a kid's Nintendo Switch and he was like a 17 year old and this kid was 270 pounds and tackled her and yeah. <laughs> knocked her out and the school was like, you got to drop all the charges. You can't press charges against this kid. And she was like, no, like this is crazy. Yeah, I heard about that. And she's a little tiny thing. Yeah, she was like seriously injured. She was in the hospital for like two weeks. Oh my God. Well, this one teacher I follow, like, I guess I don't follow her, but I saw her on TikTok. She's like a band, the band director. So she's not even like a teacher necessarily. She makes like a little bit more money, but she's like, these kids, like, they don't know boundaries. Like they'll literally start fighting if one blows their trumpet in the other's face. Like one kid, someone had um, unstrained, unstrained, I don't know the term, off all like the guitars or something that she had just bought for them. And like, they can't even be played now. And and then she was like, and then I'm being told my students are the best out of the campus. Like if that's, and that's saying something because they're so bad. Bad. Yeah, my and like friend, even little kids are like cussing. They're just on their phone. They're disrespectful. They're at like a third grade level when they should be at like a seventh grade level. Like my friend, was obviously like, this isn't every kid, but like yeah, my friend was saying that like oh the the state will pay for my master's in education. And I'm like oh I wonder why probably because they don't have enough people. <laughs> they're desperate. Ah oh, well, here's the good teachers. They're humble kings too. God bless you. Um. I saw one guy, he's like, this is my first day of teaching and I'm quitting. He's like, I'm done. They're so mean. Like the kids are just so mean. Like Mr. Fart. Right. Hey, like drawing penises on the chalkboard and just little shits. Hey guys, my name's Mr. Friendly. Hey, Mr. Fartly. Right. (laughs) He's like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. It's so bad. I'm like, I want to teach eventually, but they'll be like adults, basically. Like nursing students are not going to be like, hey, fart head. It's like that Simpsons where Bart's running away all the substitute teachers and he's gone through like 20. Yep. (laughs) And they changes the classroom attendance list for Mo. Yes. And he's like, what are you laughing at? My ugly face. (laughs) So good. So good. Well. Yeah, should we do it? Are you ready? I am. Speaking of shithead children you guys today we're talking about riverdale season two episode 22 wait chapter 22 episode i don't even know anymore 22 (laughs) silent night deadly night (gasps) with with christmas in the air a snooping veronica uncovers a surprise in hiram's lodge all right hiram's study (laughs) betty opens a horrifying gift and jughead strikes back at penny Peabody. What'd you think? Wow. What did I think about that? Well, I didn't write that. Summary? (laughs) (laughs) I love this one. It's a good one. Holidays special. I love a holiday special. Okay, guys. Quick recap. Black Hood. Yada, yada, yada. Fred was shot. Yada, yada, yada. A family of four was murdered years ago in Riverdale. But there was a secret third child that the Riverdale Reaper didn't kill at the time fp is out of the birdhouse and he knows about the snake charmer and jughead's deal archie and veronica were torn apart after archie's confession of his undying love on that note let's jump right (laughs) in it's christmas time in riverdale baby 
Fred and Archie are Christmas trees farmer now? Question mark. Okay. <laughs> also, I wrote, how much do trees cost now? I'm thinking way too much about Christmas trees. So they're like setting up their Christmas tree farm in front of Pop Shop because of course they are. And we get Jughead voiceover. He's talking about something dumb about Christmas history, how Christmas was about the Lord of Misrule. And I wrote, that's unchristian. I hate when people do this, but they're like, well, technically Christmas is a pagan, you know, whatever. It's just like, shut up. Yeah, shut <laughs> up. Just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right. So we're at Pops and Jughead's typing away. And Archie walks over and we get some exposition. And, you know, Archie's like, oh, you know, the Andrews, we're not going out of town this year for Xmas because apparently Archie's mom is going on a singles cruise to the Bahamas. And I wrote, good for her. Go get it, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) So the boys fill each other in on like their relationship woes. Like Archie and Betty, Archie and Veronica are broken up and um, Jughead and Betty aren't broken up, but there's some tension, which we'll get into in a little bit later. So they're like, all right, well, let's talk later at Kevin's secret Santa party. I was like, that sounds terrible. I wrote, so we cut to buddies, aka Betty. And Jughead tells us over voiceover. However, this year's Lord of Misrule would be none other than the Black Hood. So Betty's asleep. She's all tucked in under the blankets. And Polly is rude and barges in and is like, Betty, wake up. He's here. And Betty is so confused, right? She's like, who, Polly? Like, who the hell are you talking about? Also, don't ever wake me up. (laughs) But Betty goes downstairs and Hal and Alice are there. and They're all like starting to open the presents. And Betty looks over and she sees Santa bent over, unpacking presents by the Christmas tree. Except it's not Santa Claus. It's the Black Hood in Ah. Santa's outfit. I wrote, what have you done with Santa, you asshole? (laughs) Betty is frozen in fear as the Black Hood approaches her. They shot this so scary. Did it get at you, you too? I did. It was like, ah, it's so creepy. He's like, it's creepy. What was it? What's that movie? The, The Thing or whatever? The Japanese movie? The grudge. The grudge. It's like the grudge crawling at her. Yeah, it's really scary. It's like a jump scare. It got me. But of course, Betty wakes up from her nightmare. We cut to Thornhill. And basically, Penelope tells us and Cheryl that, you know, Xmas is going to be hard for the Blossoms this year. They have absolutely no money. I love how Cheryl's like, what is this? And she picks up like a candy cane and Penelope's like, it's going to be a hard candy Christmas this year. I'm like the look of horror on Cheryl's face is like the scaredest we've ever seen her. She's like, oh my God, no money. We're poor. (laughs) I just will end my life here. All right. So we cut to the Andrews and Archie sees Fred reading a letter and Archie says, dad, what's wrong? Is that a letter from Santa? Was I a bad boy? Boy this year. (laughs) Daddy, don't listen to Santa. (laughs) But Archie's like, what is it? What's wrong? Is that from the Black Hood? I love how Fred is like, no, it's worse. It's my medical bill. I was like, oh my God. It's like, (laughs) he's like, please, Black Hood, come here and stab me. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Well, I was like, okay, side note. Is there anything worse than getting a medical bill? Oof. And you're going to fight with them and hassle. 
oh, it's like, oh, here's $2,000 for an STD test. I mean, obviously with insurance, it's like a hundred bucks, but it's like, God, it's like, I'm kind of at the point now where it's like, if for God forbid I needed any like major surgery, I'm going to Colombia. Like I'm going to South Korea. Yeah. It's cheaper. You get a free vacation and yeah. Yeah. It's like the flight, the, the hotel stay, the medical care will be cheaper. Sorry. Not sorry. All right. Anyway, so Fred tells us his medical bill is 86,000. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, the medical bill, it's 86,000. And Archie goes, dollars? <laughs> I was like, no, Archie, like wishes. Like, what the fuck? He's like, let me go get my piggy bank. Right. So, of course, I, like, looked into this for, like, all of five seconds, so don't take my word for this, but, like, apparently in most states, like, there's, like, a crime victim compensation fund to, like, assist the victim in some way, like, I'm like, well, first of all, there's no guarantee, second of all, that's with two seconds of research, and so I was like, how much would a gunshot wound, like, technically cost, and it's, like, easily six figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, with, low, but 86 is low. Right, it's, like, hospital stay, ICU stay, I guess, is, like, $10,000 a day, like, ambulance ride, missing war, like, God. Like, uh, we have physical therapy. Right. And then I was reading because I looked it up on Reddit and the comments are like, just show up with no ID, no nothing. <laughs> I guess like legally they can't not not treat you. But I, I don't like, know. It's just kind of interesting. I saw somebody got like a snake, they got bit by like a rattlesnake and the venom was like $250,000 for like, it's like, oh my God. I know. I guess like most times you can kind of like haggle it lower, but still it's like, God. I would just never never pay for it. I don't fucking know. Anyway, (laughs) back to Riverdale. So we cut to the Pembroke and V is showing all the gifts she's gotten for her mama and papa and for Betty and something she had forgotten about. She had already gotten Archie's gift before the breakup. But don't worry. These two are two are still friends, of course. Barf. So we cut to FP's trailer. Jughead is like, so dad, I've been thinking about our little Penny Peabody problem. And FP is like, you mean my Penny problem? And Jughead is like, how about we, you know, kill her? (laughs) But he's like, dad, listen, I'm the one who's on video dealing drugs. And I'm like, well, you're on video carrying a crate. Also, whatever happened to that random drug lady in the wheelchair with the Russian accent? But anyway, FP is like, how I deal with Penny is not your concern. And Jughead goes, oh, yeah, by pimping out the serpents and having them deliver drugs. Mm. I couldn't believe he talked to FP like that. And FP pissed. He goes, boy, don't you ever fucking talk to me like that. (laughs) And there's a knock at the door. Tallboy walks in with a duffel bag stuffed with drugs. LOL. And FP tells Juggy. Get the hell out of here, kid. Go to school. Tension. So we cut to school for this stupid secret Santa. And Veronica, of course, gets a gift card for a couple's massage. Awkward. And Cheryl is all of us. She's like, can we please get this over with? (laughs) Did you catch that? Yes. (laughs) But last but not least is Betty Cooper. And Archie has given her a copy of Swiss Family Robinson. 
that Archie and Betty used to listen to when they were five years old. I'm like, okay, that's such a cop out. Archie, get her musty, crusty like record. Hey, Miss I love this. So she's like, I think who got? I think I know who got me based off the rapping skills. And I'm like, what is this, Archie? Did you use bubble gum to put this together? Like, <laughs> I was just like crumpled up newspaper. I was like, Archie's like, yeah, I got mad and I tried punching the paper to together. He's like, I couldn't quite get it. But anyway, while the while they're like, oh, that's so cute. Midge and Moose walk in, you guys. Yay, they're okay. Remember, they totally got shot by the Black Hood. Big time. So we cut to Archie and Betty and they're talking in the hallway and Archie's like distraught. He's like, every time like... I look at Moose, I can't help but think of the goddamn Black Hood and how he has hurt so many of the people I care about. And Betty agrees. She's She shares with him, like, I've been having nightmares. I'm paranoid. Like, I'm constantly looking over my shoulder. But then Betty sees, like, the janitor in the background. But it's not Mr. Spenson, you guys. It's a new guy. Mr. Spenson hasn't shown up for work in a few days. And Betty walks over. And she's like, wait, oh, no, Betty's like, Archie, you and Veronica, like, confronted Mr. Spencer about the Black Hood, right? And Archie's like, oh, shit, we probably did. You guys remember, Mr. Spencer is the third mystery kid that survived the initial Riverdale Reaper attacks, like, years ago. And Archie's like, oh, shit, we probably led the Black Hood right to him. Whoopsie doodle. Riverdale. Whoopsie doodle. Whoops. Oh, he's dead. So, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Well, he's totally dead. So, Archie, it cuts to Archie and Betty. They're talking to the secretary. And she's like, oh, like, no, Mr. Fenston hasn't shown up. He called out. He said he was sick. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I left him some chicken noodle soup. But that was about it. So, we cut. Oh, go ahead. And she's like, oh, just between, like, just between us, he always gets depressed around the holidays due to having no family or anything. And I'm like. You can tell the secretary wants to gossip and dish the tea. She's like, oh, did you hear about the music teacher? Major alcoholic. (laughs) She's like divulging all this personal information about like the janitor. Right. God, he gets so lonely at the holidays. No family, no friends. I'm like, God, Gladys. (laughs) So we cut to the Riverdale blue and gold. And Betty and Jughead have, like, an awkward reunion. And remember, they got in a fight, like, last week about the serpents. So Jughead is like, Betty, my dad and me are serpents. And to have you even, like, associated with us is too dangerous. And Betty's like, well, that's not your decision to make, Jughead. Remember, she's trying to be a serpent now. She did the serpent dance. She got up on that stripper pole. And she's like, it's my choice. Even if you're trying to protect me. And Jughead's like, I should go. And Betty's like, wait, I have something for you. Like, they exchange gifts, right? Like, bleh, barf. So we cut to Veronica. And she's, she. they're getting out of class. And she goes up to Archie. And she gives him his present. And inside is like, <clears throat> is like this watch that sucks. And on the back, it says like, you'll always be my baby or whatever. And Veronica is just like, I just want you to know, like, I still care about you, even though you're broken up or we're broken up. And he's kind of like, oh, thank you. Like, it's really sweet. And she can tell something's wrong. She's like, what's wrong, Archie? And Archie's like, look, like, things aren't good at home. We owe the hospital $86,000 and we're just really struggling right now. And Ronnie's like, 
I want to help you. I want to hug you. And Archie's like, I sure never even said anything, baby. You know, just like, thank you for listening, whatever. Oh, I think he knows what oh, he's doing. Asking right. his, telling his rich friend, oh, I'm just so struggling with money. God, we have just no money right now. So we cut to the white worm and the serpents are holding a toy drive, apparently. So Tony and like Sweet Pea are like organizing toys for the kids and stuff. And Jughead walks in and he's like, hey, Tony, have you seen my dad? And FP walks in and he's like, why the hell aren't you in school? And Patrick, did you look in the background? No. There is a woman in a red bra red thigh-high stockings, a Santa hat, short shorts, straddling a motorcycle on the stage for no reason. (laughs) For no goddamn reason. And, like, around her, like, there's this guy, like, organizing cans of food, I'm assuming, for, like, their toy drive. But I was like, I want to know why there's a woman in a red bra with like a sparkly Santa hat. Like she's ready to perform and it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. They're like all these toys. They're like, oh, we're so good. We do toys for tots, meals on wheels, and we have strippers. Just right. (laughs) We're a biker gang. I love it. So Jughead is like, dad, like, what are you doing with tall boy? looks like they're like heading out to do something. And he's like, daddy, let me help you with your drug stuff. NFP's like, no, Sweepy, you're with us. How about you help us sell? And they leave Jughead in the dust. Okay, so we got to Pops and Archie is selling Christmas trees, of course. And Betty um, Betty calls him and she's like, listen, I can't stop thinking about Mr. Spenson. Like, we need to go check on him. And he's like, okay, like, I'll be right over there. Let's go figure this out. And in walks Cheryl Blossom. And she's here to buy the best Christmas tree they have. But I thought they didn't have money. What's Cheryl up to? So Betty and Archie go to Mr. Benson, <sighs> Spenson's house. And you guys, the chicken soup that Gladys left them is sitting on the porch. They knock on the door. They're pounding. They're screaming. No one is answering. So we cut to Jughead Jones answering the door at his trailer now. It's FP's parole officer who decided to drop in unnoticed 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 and of course fp isn't there and the the social worker's like can i come in and jughead's like as if i had a choice remember fp is like hiding shit in the house but alas he's powerless the social worker walks in and he's also got like a bunch of drugs and duffel bags in the trailer all right uh-oh. Oh, this can't be good. <laughs> so we cut to the Pembroke and the lodges. This killed me. The lodges are enjoying dinner. It looks like a five-course meal or something. And Hermione, <laughs> Hermione goes, Hiram, was that a Spiffany's bag I saw earlier? Uh, I was like, Spiffany's? You could call, call it Tiffany's for God's sakes. It has to be Spiffany's. And Hiram's like, that depends, Mia Moore. Have you been naughty or nice? Have you been naughty or nice this year? And Ronnie's like, Santa can rip up my list for all I care. There, there are people in this town who can't even afford their medical bills. And did you catch what Hermione said? Oh, she's like, she's, communism. She's like, sweetheart, when did you become a communist? It's like, the I'm most... like, what the fuck? 
fuck are you talking about? It's the most like evil rich person conversation. Right. Just like someone wants to do something good and like care about other people and they're communists. Like, so of course, Ronnie's like, Fred and Archie have an $86,000 medical bill. Like we need to help. We need to do something. And Hiram is like, nope, 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 nope. I'm out. We're, you don't, Fred's a business partner. He's a good man. He's a proud man. Like we're not doing this. And you don't want to know what I had to even do for that money in the first place. Like, so she, they shoot her down. Yeah. They're like, I think miss it, but they're also like glamour egg, which is another Riverdaleism because they're Fabergé. Mm. Oh. I'm like, do you know much those cost? Those are like $26,000 eggs, like made like a hundred years ago. Why? So stupid. But I love this too much, so much because they're like, Ronnie, you better not go snooping for presents. And I'm like, is she like two years old? I know. He's like, like, I don't want you looking around me anymore. I was like, what? You know, Santa <laughs> doesn't like that when he goes into the study and looks for presents. It's like, how old are you? Not five. What? So we cut to Thornhill and Cheryl is dressing the tree. And it's a gorgeous tree. There's ornaments, there's presents. And Penelope walks in and she goes, what the hell have you done, you little brat? How do you expect expect to pay for all of this? And this killed me. Cheryl's like, I have no idea, mother. How about you go ask Mr. Lodge, go to Mr. Lodge and ask him for a job and tell him that the only skills you have are being a terrible mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Penelope's aghast and she's like, Cheryl's like, I guess you'll have to get creative, creative in the new year, bitch. And Grandma Rose is like, you should have drowned them at birth like a basket of kittens. It's like this family is bonkers. Huge. And you know what? We're going to find out real soon how Penelope is going to pay for that. You know what I mean? My favorite. This is the best part of the show. So good. So we cut to the Coopers and Betty walks in and Alice is making cookies for Polly in in, in case she shows up. Like a Christmas miracle. I'm like, okay. But Alice is like, Betty, like, I brought your present upstairs. Someone, a secret Santa left something on your porch. I don't fucking know. Like, I was like, Alice, we're, <laughs> you know better. We're at the time of the Black Hood. Like, who has a fixation on your daughter? You know that. But nevertheless, Betty goes upstairs. There's a little gift, like a nicely packaged gift for her. She opens it. She throws it on the ground. It's a severed human finger. So, of course, Betty calls the best person to figure out what's going on. She she calls dumbass Archie. <laughs> <laughs> and Archie's like, if the note says this finger belongs to Joseph Conway, aka Mr. Svensson, then how does Mr. Svensson not have his finger right now? And <laughs> how is the finger here? <laughs> and Betty's like, he had him cut it off, you dumbass. But the note says, you have one more thing to do, Betty Cooper. You still have to unveil the truth and maybe Mr. Svensson can be saved. So you guys, obviously, Mr. Svensson is being held like hostage at this point by the Black Hood. Suddenly, Betty's phone rings. It's it's Mr. Svensson, you guys. It's the Black Hood. <laughs> and you guys, the Black Hood is John Wayne Casey. <laughs> but knew it. <laughs> Should have known. Did you write what he said? Uh, I have it right here if you want me to. Yes, please. Right. I it... think this is the last time we'll be able to get it. Oh. <laughs> it's like, in clothes, there's a finger that belongs to the sinner, Joseph Conway. 
You have one final trespass to unearth. Find the truth. Reveal it to the town. It will perhaps save his life. <laughs> so good. Exhume the past. Find where the primal sin was committed. And maybe, just maybe. And Archie's like, what? I can't hear you. I have bad perception. <laughs> and the black man hangs up. I was like, Archie, you just didn't. Uh, he was about to say something, too. He was about to be like, maybe you could save him. But Archie's like, what? <laughs> He's like, is this Santa? I'm not <laughs> a bad boy. <laughs> Santa, are you there? I promise I was good. The phone rings. Hey, it's the, it's the Black Hood. Is this Santa? <laughs> okay. So the Black Hood hangs up. And like, I don't know how they... How did they How did they know they had to go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? I miss writing that. Uh, they're just like, before he got adopted, he must have... He was an orphan. So yeah. he probably had to go. So... Mr. Svensson, of course, was the kid that survived. So he was an orphan. So he was sent to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. So the duo know they need to go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Oh, I love this too. Can he say this real quick? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Archie's like, do you think those nuns are going to talk? And Betty's like, oh, they're going to talk. Those bitches are screwed. They owe me. (laughs) Those bitches owe me. We cut to the Pembroke. And Ronnie is sleuthing around Hiram's office. She finds the stupid goddamn Febrige egg. Is that what it's called? Oh, a Glamourge. Glamourge in the Riverdale universe. Stupid. And she also finds the deed to Pop's diner. (gasps) Her parents lied to her. They bought the diner, but they said they didn't. And Ronnie looks like she's about to kill someone. She is P-I-S-S-E-D, baby. So we cut to the trailer. Uh, Jughead's trailer and Jug has the duffel bag sitting on the dining room table uh oh (laughs) I'm an idiot so FP walks in and Jughead's like your social worker was here and FP's like what he was here and he's like I covered for you but he's growing suspicious of you and guess what oh no no he's like you have to stop what you're doing dad um and then he's like open the bag son it's a duffel bag full of gifts Huh? <laughs> and Jughead is spiraling. He's like, it's gifts, you guys, for like the mom, the sister Jellybean, and for Jughead. And Jughead's like, today it's gifts, tomorrow it's drugs, and then it's guns. What are you going to do, Dad? And FP's like, I have no fucking idea. I have no choice here. How do you not understand that? He doesn't get it. It's so annoying. And Jughead is like, listen, you have to let me help. Like, there's something we can figure out. And FP is like, we're trapped. We have no leverage. If I have to be Penny's dancing monkey for a time, then I have to goddamn do it. I have no goddamn choice. We cut to the Pembroke. And guess what? Ronnie is paying for Fred's medical bill with Hermione's American excess card. It's a Christmas miracle. We cut to Jughead again. And we're in, like, a dump setting. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's with, like, the Younger Serpent gang members. And they're, like, around a trash can fire, which I thought was really funny. It's like a junkyard, basically. And Jughead is giving this stupid speech to the serpents. And he's like, listen, Penny Shithead has got my dad dealing drugs. I know this because she had me doing it for her. Now, she's roped in Tallboy and Sweet Pea. And I'm pissed because I don't want the serpents to become like the ghoulies. I know where this ends. 
death, jail, or worse. And we need to get rid of Penny. We need to do it tonight. Are you willing to risk your necks to save my dad's life? I wrote, nope. <laughs> yeah, you see. I wrote, nope. Why do I have to clean up your mess? What, what, like, give me one good reason. <laughs> Got there. Okay. But of course, Tony's like, what's the first rule of the serpent fucking law or whatever? What is it again? No, <laughs> no serpent stands alone. The young serpent gang members gather around the fire. The plan is going into action tonight. We cut to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Mercy. Basically, like, they're like, can you tell us anything about Joseph Conway, a.k.a. Mr. Svensson? Just to not be confusing, I'm just going to call him Mr. Svensson. But basically, like, this lady, the nun, is like, I mean, he was, like, an odd fellow. Like, he wasn't good. He wasn't bad. He wasn't, he just kind of, I don't know. I really can't tell you anything. This was, like, 30 plus years ago. And Betty is like, listen, bitch, if you don't talk, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and the the lady's scared. She's like, oh, shit. Like, Betty is, will kill you. Like, you mm-hmm. don't mess with Betty Cooper. So she's like, okay, like, listen, remember, Mr. Svensson identified the man responsible as the Riverdale Reaper, the one who killed his family. And we know a small group executed the Riverdale Reaper. It was only later that Mr. Svensson admitted he accused the wrong man. I wrote, way to go, dumbass. <laughs> and she, whoops, my bad, sorry. So a group of Riverdale folk killed the man identified as the Riverdale Reaper by Joseph, but it wasn't the Riverdale Reaper. Okay. She said the group, the killers, the gang of killers that killed the Reaper had visited the Sisters of Quiet Mercy one time. It was a group of men and one woman. But I mean, this was, again, decades ago. Uh, She doesn't know their names. She doesn't know what they look like. She only remembers one thing. The woman had the most striking hair, white as snow that has just fallen. White, except for a cherry red stripe. Who else could that be? Archie. Archie and Betty look at each other. Nana Rose Blossom. Where to go, Spencer? <laughs> I know. Like, Where to go, asshole? Are you sure it's him? Oh, I'm sure. Well, maybe it wasn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess. Looks like him. Sure. I wrote, whoa, drugs. So we cut to Penny. I love how she, Penny Peabody is packing drugs like she's folding laundry. She's just like, huh? Mm. Went there. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like obviously like a package of heroin. And first, okay, this is so funny to me. She's she's packing drugs, like she's packing the groceries away. And she hears knocking at the door or wherever the hell they are. It looks like a basement or something. And it's Jughead. He's there. And she's like, huh, um, uh, FP's not here yet. You want to help me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm here to help you. And I'm like, okay. In this situation, like, what did she have a gun or like a guard? Like, isn't there always like guards? Mm-hmm. Someone a... with a weapon? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like I don't know anything about drugs or gangs, but I feel like that's the number one rule. What's so funny? Because like when you mentioned like the Russian woman and like the people, like what what's about to happen? It's like this is problem's not going to go away. Like just because he beat up one person or whatever, it's not going to like eliminate the drug supplying problem there's like a whole infrastructure of people that work behind this and 
protections. Like Penny knows Ooh. what she's doing. She's not going to be afraid. Right. Who who rely on this for money? You think they're going to let a couple of shitheads take that down? If some guy overheard it, he's like, oh, there's one woman protecting a bunch of drugs. I'll go, you know, <laughs> rob her. Rob her. <laughs> take all her shit. So funny. It's so just short-sighted. But anyway, you know, Penny's like, okay, like I'm, I'm packing this shit up. She turns around and Jughead behind him is a group of serpents with serpent masks. They're wearing rubber serpent masks. I wrote, can you imagine wearing a rubber mask like that? It probably smells so bad. Oh, your breath, it like condenses. Yeah. But nevertheless, they surround Peabody and they capture her. Okay. So we, we cut to the Pembroke. I wrote, I think Veronica's in trouble. She's busted. Her parents walk into the Pembroke and they're like, huh, the funniest thing happened while we were shopping. They said my, uh, you know, the bank called me and said a purchase had gone through for $86,000. You want to explain that, Miha? Um, and she's like, well, do you want to explain how you bought the diner and lied to me? I wrote, why does this matter again? <laughs> but Veronica's like, how can I be a part of this family if you keep hiding things from me? My name, it's on all those documents. I want to know what's going on. And her, her, Hiram's like, you can't handle the truth about our family, our business, what we do to make all this money. And Veronica stops him short. She says, she deserves to know the truth, Hiram. And I wrote, we all know like he's a gangster. Like what else is there to learn? But anyway, we cut to Penny. The, the, so she's on her knees. They like put, take a sack off her head and they're like in the middle of nowhere, basically. And Penny's like, where am I? And Green uh, <laughs> like, you're in Greendale, bitch. It's your new home. You're out of Riverdale. You're never going to be a part of the serpents ever again. You want to deal drugs? You want to extort people? Go ahead, but not in our goddamn town. And Penny goes, you stupid cocky kid. And I thought she was about to say the C word because I had it on slow motion so I could type. <laughs> and it's like, she's like, you stupid cock. <laughs> so funny. But she's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're a dumbass. You can't hurt me. She shows her serpent tattoo. I'm one of your own. Jughead's like, that's no concern. He, un he unhinges his pocket knife. He says to the other serpents, hold her down. And he goes to cut out her serpent tattoo. This is really dark. It is really dark. <laughs> it's like, God, Jagged. Really, really dark. Laying somebody. Yeah. Ow. Ow. That would hurt. Ow. What mean table. That's mean. So we cut to there. Do we cut to Thornhill? Cheryl is there, obviously. She answers the door and Archie and Jug, Archie and Jug, Archie and Betty are like, we need to see Nana Rose right away. We have questions and they need to be answered right goddamn now. So she's like, okay. So they go up to um, Nana Rose and they're like, we need to know about something that happened in Riverdale, Nana Rose, a long, long time ago. And Archie's like, yeah, once upon a time, uh, there was this, and Betty's like, please stop talking. Like, let me, <laughs> Betty's like, we know you were a part of a group that, you know, totally killed that guy. And she's like, there weren't any girls allowed, but they didn't hang him. They gave him a proper burial. They buried him alive. 
an innocent man. And they're like, where? And she's like, Nana Rose is like, ask your grandfather, Betty. He was there. And I have a picture of them. I think they were standing under the devil's hands. And Cheryl's like, you guys are really triggering her right now. Like, I need you two losers to get the hell out of here. So the two, Betty and Archie are reconning at her house. And she's like, I know we have like a ton of pictures. Like for some reason, that picture, a group of people with my grandfather sounds familiar. Um, And Betty's like spiraling. She's like, my grandfather killed a man in cold blood. What if that's why the Black Hood has picked me? And Archie's like, snap out of it. He slaps her. I I need you to help me. Everything tonight. And we need Betty on her A-game. We're going to save Mr. Spenson. And Betty and Archie kiss for the first time. They drive off. But he's like, my grandfather killed somebody, Archie. And it's like, Archie's like, ah, I don't care. (laughs) Like, why does that matter? It was like 40 years ago. Whatever. They drive off and Cheryl is watching them from the window. We cut to the Pembroke. So we come in at the end of a conversation, which is really funny. too. And they're like, Miha, now you know everything. And Hiram hands Ronnie a glass of scotch. (laughs) Did you see that? Yeah. He's like, here you go. And Ronnie's like, okay, now I know everything. And I'm like, well, we don't. What did they talk about? Like, we came in at the end of a conversation. But Ronnie's like, listen, I'm in. I'm in with the family bullshit. But I have one rule. I refuse to do anything illegal. And <laughs> Hermione goes, no worries. Two words, Miha. Plausible deniability. And I'm like, okay. And Ronnie's like, fine. We have a deal. I wrote, what deal? I'm so confused right now. We cut to Jughead at the trailer. And he's like, Daddy, did did Penny show up for your pickup? And FP's like, no, she didn't. How did you know that? And Jughead's like, I took care of her. I was very persuasive. And FP is just incredulous at this point. He's just like, I, I, I don't know what to do with you, idiot. Like, I, I, again, like how many times do we have to have this conversation? And Jughead is lo- like, listen, I'm a serpent. I live by the codes every single goddamn day. I'm a serpent. This is my life. It is mine now. And you know what? I'm proud to be a serpent. And you can't take that away from me. So we're at the Coopers. Oh, God. I was going to end hisses at him. We only got like the serpent strike once and we never got it again. It was so sad. Like that's we cut to the Coopers and Betty and Archie are looking through old photo albums. And of course we find the photo and they're like, Oh my fucking God. They look a little closer. The group in the photo are standing behind a freshly dug grave. It's like, you guys are morons. (laughs) It's like a family reunion photo where like everyone's arms are linked and they're like, Hey, look at this person we killed. Look at this person we buried alive. And it's like Like, mound of dirt in front of their feet. Literally. Like, okay. I thought the first rule of like committing a murder was, you know, hiding the crime, but what do I know? There so Archie's like, I recognize that tree behind them. It's at Pickens Park. And they're out the door. They know where to go. They're going to save Mr. Spenson. So, of course, we cut um, to Pickens Park and they come upon a freshly dug grave. And there's a tombstone. Here lies Mr. Spenson. They uncover the casket. They open it. 
the casket is empty. Where the hell is Mr. Spenson? Why would the Black Hood bury an empty coffin? Suddenly, the Black Hood shows himself and points a gun at Betty Cooper's head. He orders Archie, get in the goddamn casket or I'll shoot her in the goddamn head. And Archie has no choice but to lay in the coffin to be buried alive. I'm like, it's one inch beneath the dirt. I wrote this because he's like, get in the tomb, Ar- get in the casket, Archie. And then he's like, no. And then he points the gun at Betty. And I'm like, I can't go to bed without my Barney. <laughs> Stop it. Will you tell me his <laughs> nighttime story? <laughs> I wrote, he'll be fine. Betty is pleading with the Black Hood. She's like, please, please, we can fix everything. We can tell the truth about killing the wrong man. We hear sirens, police sirens in the distance. And Betty suddenly smacks the Black Hood in the head with the shovel. She lets Archie out, but the Black Hood is already off and running. But the duo are close behind him. They run to a bridge. The Black Hood is about to jump off. Jump off. Archie somehow got the gun. And he's holding the gun straight at the Black Hood. Um, Fuck, I lost my... (laughs) They run straight to the Black Hood. And Archie... This is Archie's moment. This is the man who shot his father, ruined his life, off-kiltered everything for weeks and weeks. He finally gets the chance to kill the Black Hood himself. Bang! A single shot is fired by Sheriff Keller. He runs to the Black Hood. He's dead. Sheriff Keller takes his pulse. There's nothing there. He, he, he takes the hood. He unveils the face. The man under the hood is Mr. Goddamn Svensson. He cut off his own finger and sent it to Betty. He's the one who's been messing with Betty Cooper this whole time. But this nightmare is finally over. Wow. Wow. Baited breath. Oh, my God. Good job. Thank you. We cut to Pops and the group is like reconvening. They're like, they're, they're all dirty and stuff. Like, they're like, uh, like, what if we had done this? We would have found out sooner. You know, what if I had not, like, I thought it was him, but it wasn't, you know, like, and they're like, but why? Like, why would he do this? I mean, he accused it as a man, maybe in some backwards way, targeting sinners would balance the scale somehow I'm like, what the hell are you talking about no i was like like he accused the wrong man so by killing people and i'm like that makes no sense at all no nice try good job betty but they're like they're like it makes sense like he was always around he could have seen all of us committing sins the truth is he's in a body bag and we aren't i think that's good enough for me we cut to the next morning and we're at Pops again, of course. Everyone's so happy. They're pouring coffee. You know, everyone's got their coats on. And, you know, they're selling trees and shit. And now we're at Thornhill. And Cheryl comes down. She's like, Mommy, Mommy, where are you? And the, the, the couch best, is... <laughs> best thing ever. And she's like, was Santa here? Did Santa make a delivery? And Penelope suddenly, she sits up from the couch. Her hair is kind of messed up. Her lipstick smeared. And she's like, did he deliver? Of course he did. Or he, did he deliver? Why don't you ask him yourself? And a gentleman caller sits up from the couch underneath Penelope Bossom. Hey, gotta (laughs) do what you gotta do, right? (laughs) You guys, Penelope has resorted to the oldest, 
oldest job in the world, prostitution. I fucked up my Santa joke. Did he deliver? <laughs> you can do it again. <laughs> so we we cut to um, Jughead. He gets a typewriter from Betty. Um, we see the present from Jughead to Betty. What is it? Like a book or something stupid? Yeah. You know, we cut to Archie. He's he's Mrs. Archie is filling him in on the Singo's cruise. Suddenly, Archie gets a text from Veronica. She's outside. She says, meet me outside, handsome. And so he walks out and she's like, look up, redhead. It's a mistletoe. And she's like, now you have to kiss me. They embrace each other and kiss. And this is so funny. She's like, Archie, you're so good. It's like you're filled with it. And I need goodness in my life. I need you in my life. Please take me back, baby. I love you, Archie Andrews. I'm like, I love how your parents just are so shitty that they drove you to wanting to be with Archie. (laughs) (laughs) And clearly whatever they told her was like really fucked up. Right. She's like, oh shit. Snap, 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 snap. The snap of a camera is going off in the background watching these two in their intimate embrace. But we don't see who's taking the pictures. And we get Jughead voiceover. And so another mystery is wrapped up just in time for Christmas. Betty grabs all her Black Hood stuff, all her like notes and letters, and she starts to burn them in the fire. She's watching them burn. Throughout the Black Hood's reign of terror, Betty had stared into the blackest of voids, the mirror. She'd seen a dark reflection that could not be burned away, a truth that whispered to her, this isn't over. Riverdale! Wow! Wow! Thank you. You nailed it. Wow. I think it's like a mid-season break. Like It must be, right? Yeah. Like a little cliffhanger moment. I'm like, is Betty going to become the Black? <laughs> I wish. Go on a killing spree? <laughs> I wish. That would have been so good. What a twist that would have been. I don't know what's next, Patrick. Keep going forward. Who knows? <laughs> what else can we do? Will the, will the duo get back to get, like, will... Will Betty be a serpent? Will, you know, Veronica fall even further into her parents' dirty dealings? Is this the end of Penny Peabody? What if Penny Peabody made a cameo in, like, Breaking Bad? That would have been awesome. That would have been so iconic. What a queen. (laughs) Patrick, it's been an honor. It's been a privilege. Will you join me next week for next week's episode of Riverdale? I will. You guys. You know what happens when you step on a serpent? It bites back.